Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today plans to build a new event space for the Glens Falls Farmers Market. I'm Gary Scott and today is Friday, April 14th, 2023. Other stories in the morning brief today, the All Abilities Productions Theater Troupe finds a home in the Aviation Mall, a local gun store burglarized for the second time in six months, Saratoga County's efforts to combat opioid overdoses, businesses in Lake George planning renovations ahead of the busy summer season, and Scotlander Brewing Company participating in a campaign to raise funds for brain cancer research. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Lens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to thank one of our community partners, 1-800-PaintJob. Professional painters and pressure washers providing high-quality services and close client relationships to bring great ideas to life for over 30 years. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. And don't forget to grab a copy of the official Glens Falls Today quarterly business report at Spot Coffee in downtown Glens Falls. It's the perfect read to go with your morning coffee. Since last year, All Abilities Productions of Upstate New York has been working to establish a theater space for those with physical and mental disabilities across the greater Glens Falls region. And this week, News 10 reports the troupe acquired the physical space it needs to take that journey further. On Monday, All Abilities Productions announced that it had found a new home at the Aviation Mall. Using a shopping center as a rehearsal and programming space may sound unusual, but the talent behind the company already feels right at home there. Carol Durant, the troupe's managing director, said, quote, We needed a rehearsal space that would serve the community with ADA compliance and parking. Our exhaustive property research was becoming futile, and Aviation Mall was the creative solution. All Abilities Productions will move into a space near Peter Harris inside the mall. Their space will be used for auditions and rehearsals for the troupe's first show, announced last week to be a production of Snoopy the Musical. The space will also be used for craft work, music, and other production needs. All Abilities Productions' goal of lifting up disabled talents requires a space fully compliant with Americans with Disabilities Act laws. Co-founder Andy O'Rourke said, quote, I'm so happy that this opportunity presented itself and fits with our motto, where inclusivity and creativity meet. Community support is vital to our success. Our programs will make new memories for all at the Aviation Mall, plus meet the needs of All Abilities Productions. News 10 reports All Abilities Productions is a 501c3 nonprofit. And as it gets going, the organization continues to seek donations to fund everything from playbook acquisitions to costuming. The group takes donations through Glens Falls National Bank locations, Hannaford's Clink program, GoFundMe, and Venmo. Further donation info can be found on the organization's website. Sheriff's deputies are investigating the theft of 14 guns from a local gun shop early Monday morning. According to the Post-Star, a 15-year-old male juvenile suspect was taken into custody after Washington County 911 Comm Center received a report of a burglar alarm at Calamity Jane's Firearms and Fine Shoes. 
A news release from the Washington County Sheriff's Office said within minutes of being dispatched, Sheriff's Office units and Hudson Falls PD units arrived on scene and saw a suspect fleeing on foot. Officers chased on foot and caught the suspect on Feeder Street. The investigation concluded that the suspect broke the front window and once inside broke several display cases. An area search resulted in the recovery of 14 handguns and various boxes of ammunition. At this time, the Sheriff's Office said it appears all firearms have been accounted for and recovered. The juvenile defendant will be petitioned or arraigned in Washington County Family Court at a time still to be determined. The investigation is still ongoing. This is the second report of a burglary and theft at Calamity Jane since October. In that prior case, at least 10 adult suspects were charged as part of a widespread investigation that also involved the New York State Police, the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the Warren County Sheriff's Office, Hudson Falls, Granville, and Glens Falls Police Departments, Vermont State Police, and Manchester Police Department. Now, before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we hope to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. After six years and multiple renderings, it is finally official. According to News 10, this week the Glens Falls Planning Board approved plans for the new farmer's market and event space set to come to South Street. The planned space will serve as a new home for the Glens Falls Farmer's Market, currently located further up South Street next to New Way Lunch. The new space has shifted in budget over the years due to the supply chain issues caused by the pandemic, and also in shape as architects determine how to better maximize airflow and sunlight while building a structure that can house more than just markets. At the end of the day, the city is excited to move forward. The site and architectural plans for the future market at 5163 South Street are born from $10 million in downtown revitalization initiative funding awarded to Glens Falls in 2017. The project will not only give the farmer's market a new home, but the city hopes it will also renew interest and business in the formerly vibrant South Street area, once known locally as the Street of Dreams. The city's own dreams were given the green light at the meeting on April 4th within certain requirements. Last month, the planning board resolved to become the lead agency on the project, with notices sent to the Glens Falls Common Council, Zoning Board of Appeals, Industrial Development Agency, and Local Development Corporation, as well as the Warren County Planning Agency and the New York State Empire Development Corporation, Department of Parks and Historic Preservation, and Department of State. Of those, every group has responded, stating no objection to the plan, except for the Department of State, which had two days left to respond as of the meeting. The plans have been approved under the condition of an okay from that final agency. News 10 also reports the current home of the Glens Falls Farmer's Market has been eyed as the future site of a mixed-use building for apartments and businesses. That plan has yet to be formally presented for approval, and has kicked up concerns from South Street area residents at a meeting last month. Meanwhile, multiple new businesses have opened along the street in recent months, hoping to see new traffic come along, and to be part of the next chapter for the Street of Dreams. Saratoga County has received nearly $900,000 to date in five opioid settlement agreements with drug companies, and it is using some of that money to get Narcan in the hands of community members. According to the Glens Falls Chronicle, naloxone, the so-called Lazarus drug in Narcan, temporarily halts the immediate effects of an overdose. The county has already held several free Narcan distribution events this year. Todd Kuzniers, Moreau Town Supervisor and the Chair of the County Board of Supervisors and the County Board of Health, said, quote, 
Fighting the scourge of opioids is a top priority, and taking the steps to make sure residents have the tools and resources they need for those who are struggling with addiction. We are making key investments to help mitigate the growing presence of opioids in the county. He reported that last year, Saratoga County saw 671 overdoses, 48 of them lethal. And that's only the ones that were reported. He said that just since January, the county has seen 163 overdoses, and 12 have been fatal. Kuznir said, quote, We're using the funds not only for those struggling with addiction, but also their families to help navigate the healthcare system to support their loved ones. He said this is a multi-agency approach involving the County Department of Health, Sheriff's Office, Mental Health and Addiction Services, all working together. Kuznir said the county has already held seven Narcan training and distribution events since February, providing just under 2,700 Narcan kits to more than 360 residents. Contrary to what might be a common misconception, Narcan is not a miracle drug that makes an overdose go away. It buys time by blocking opioid receptors, reversing the immediate impact of the drugs, and most importantly, getting a person breathing again. However, when the Narcan wears off, typically after 30 to 90 minutes, if the drugs are still in the person's system, it is possible the person could go back into overdose. The Narcan kit includes a handout on the state's Good Samaritan law, which allows people to call 911 without fear of arrest in the case of a drug or alcohol overdose. It says, quote, The law empowers you to save a person's life. Another key aspect, as Kuzniers noted, is the second chance the Sheriff's Office and other agencies launched in 2017. He said, quote, There is a practical and moral need for a new approach to the relationship between people suffering from addiction and policing agencies. Addiction doesn't just impact the individual, it impacts the entire family unit. After a drug-related overdose, officers will return to do follow-up and outreach, check in on the person and their family, and offer contacts to available recovery services. He added that this also works as crime prevention. Saratoga County has also earmarked $50,000 of settlement funds to purchase a mass spectrometer. Kuzniers believes they are the first county health department in the state to have such a tool. It quickly identifies unknown substances in the blood, allowing doctors and other healthcare professionals to treat overdose patients properly. Meanwhile, in Washington County, the Chronicle reports Sheriff's Lieutenant Kristen Hardy is overseeing efforts to distribute free Narcan kits and training. She said this includes leave-behind kits when responding to an overdose, holding community outreach events to distribute the kits, and simply having residents drop into the sheriff's office, often with concern for a loved one they fear is at risk of overdose. Businesses in the village of Lake George are ramping up their spring renovations to prepare for the busy summer season ahead. According to the Post-Star, five businesses will go before the Village Planning Board on Wednesday, April 19th to share details on their plans for springtime construction or expansion. Among the applicants seeking approval is Katie Carson, the third generation in her family to own the lakefront restaurant and tour boat business at 2 Kurosaka Lane in the village. Carson purchased the businesses, now known as Waterfront Hospitality, with her husband Will from her father Dennis Quirk last year. She is going before the board with three requests to change the current signage at the businesses, which still reflect the old moniker, Shoreline Restaurant and Shoreline Cruises, to the new names, the Lighthouse Grill and Lake George Waterfront Cruises. Heath Mondell, the owner of Phases, is also seeking approval to add three signs to his business on Canada Street, which sells items such as crystals, sage, and handmade stone jewelry. A new business at 164 Canada Street is looking to put their name on the map, or on the building itself, as owner Vincent Cianciolo is also looking to add a sign to the outside of Bamba's Mac and Cheese. Cianciolo has provided two different color combinations for the same sign for the planning board to consider, 
but both will include a macaroni man and the business's logo. The business previously only operated as a mobile kitchen out of a food truck. Also on Canada Street, the Post-Star reports Adirondack winery owner Sasha Party is seeking approval for a sidewalk cafe outside her tasting room, which many businesses set up temporarily during the COVID-19 pandemic to adjust to dining regulations. The plans say the sidewalk cafe will be located at the front of the building surrounded by a plastic resin patio fence that will measure 38 inches tall. The hours of operation would be from 10am to 10pm, and the business is also in the process of amending its liquor license to allow for alcohol service outside. And the Fort William Henry Hotel and Conference Center is wrapping up renovations of the Carriage House to serve as a new venue for weddings, meetings, and the arts, set to open next month, but at the upcoming meeting, the property owner is looking to add some additional parking. The plan submitted by owner Sam Luciano say the proposed parking area will be located in the front of the property, which is located on the west side and faces Route 9N. The parking area will be configured to provide a circular path through the parking areas, which will make it smoother to exit to Route 9N for deliveries and or guests. The additional parking area would add 32 new spaces, making for a total of 337. And finally, Scotlander Brewing Company, located in Argyll, is participating this year in a national beer collaboration with Stash Strong. Over 350 unique craft breweries have participated to date, helping to raise vital funds and much-needed awareness for brain cancer research. Participating breweries will raise money through the sales of their specialty beers, and each brewery will have a unique recipe. This vital campaign will kick off this spring. For more information about hashtag BrewStashStrong and the participating breweries, visit stashstrong.org slash brewstashstrong. For regular updates about the campaign, you can follow Stash Strong on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stash Strong is a 501c3 nonprofit organization devoted to raising funds and awareness for brain cancer research. Stash Strong has become a beacon of hope for countless individuals and families affected by this disease and serves as an ardent advocate for all those impacted by brain cancer. And that is all I've got for the morning brief today. Again, I am Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. And as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the morning brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. So if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great weekend. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.